the zone. Jaime Munguia coming off a great victory against uh, Gabriel Zotto. will be facing another tough test uh, when he fights uh, Demetrius Ballard uh, February 19th from Tijuana. Uh, so we're very excited about that, obviously, to kick off the year with a big fight with Jaime. Uh, this is going to be a big year for Jaime, but this is a tough fight for him. Uh, he's fighting a guy that's undefeated, a guy that's been dying for an opportunity in Ballard, a young, strong, uh, very, very hungry fighter. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting fight. Uh, two undefeated guys going at it. Great. Um, and now without further ado, uh, we have Demetrius Ballard on the call, ready to take your questions. Demetrius, you can take yourself off mute and uh, please let us know your opening statements. Okay. Um, first, I just want to uh, say uh, thank you to Golden Boy and um, DeZone for just allowing me to be a part of this great card kickoff the year of 2022. I've um, been waiting for this opportunity um, ever since I picked up a pair of boxing gloves. Um, no perfect, no better place for it to be than uh, Jaime's uh, backyard, Tijuana, Mexico. Can't wait to see the fans. Can't wait to be there and uh, just put on a show. Thank you, Demetrius. As a reminder, if you want to ask a question, please raise your hand and I will call on you. All right. Jeremy Herridges from... Fan-sided, please ask your question. Hi, I'll start the first questions for Demetrius. Demetrius, obviously you were supposed to fight Jaime back in April. Kind of having that, that advanced perspective and having studied him before, how much does that help you prepare for this fight? Um, it helps me, uh, um, I feel like it helps me a lot. Um, I've been seeing Jaime fight on these big cards uh, for the zone for probably the last two and a half years. So, I mean, it's plenty of, you know, take on footage on, on him to see, actually see what he do. He's a great fighter. Um, take nothing from him. He's a bull. He come forward. He get the job done. Um, I'm just very confident in my skills. And I just feel like February 19th is just my time. Uh, second question is for Jaime. Um, Jaime, obviously, you had a, a very strong performance against um, Gabe. Yes. So sorry. Uh, Jaime will be doing a QA in, a, in 15 minutes. Um, Jaime, obviously, you had a, a very for right strong now. performance. And then yeah. Jeremy um, will Gabe. bring in Jaime, okay? Okay, second question for Demetrius. Um, I know that, that previously you had a, a bit of an, of an elbow injury. How serious was that injury, and has it fully healed? Um, it, was a, it was pretty serious at the time to keep me out the ring. Um, but right now, I've uh, rehabbed it um, very good. Um, my last fight in November uh, 13th. I didn't have no issues, no problems with it. So I'm very confident. It's 100%. I'm just ready. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, next, let's talk to Ryan O'Hara from Ring TV. Go ahead, Ryan. You're on mute, Ryan. False start on the offense, five-yard penalty. How's it going, Demetrius? Ryan here with The Ring Magazine. Uh, thank you for sure. taking uh, your time today. Uh, my question for you is obviously, Jeremy mentioned that you, you guys were supposed to fight uh, earlier, or late, last April, and now you guys are gonna be fighting in Tijuana. Obviously, two undefeated fighters, the confidence level is gonna be super high, but do, do you believe that there's a you know a potential caveat um, coming, coming into this fight? What, what are some of the 
the uh, challenges that Munguia um, poses for you? Um, he's, he's an extremely good condition fighter. He's mean. He's a bully. He come afford. Um, I guess I can uh, I can pair him to a a bulldozer or a bull. You know, um, his fight style, how you uh, how you approaches. Uh, I really never really seen him go backwards. Maybe in the Torino Johnson fight a little bit, he went backwards, but uh, he a bull. I expect him to come forward and throw a lot of punches. And my second question for you, Demetrius, is you're going to be fighting. Obviously, you're going to be fighting in, in Tijuana, Mexico. So uh, the crowd is obviously going to be on, on, on Munguia's side. Does the fact that the fight is that the fight's going to take place in Mexico, does that bother you at all? Or are you just, you know, zero in on just getting the job done? Uh, no, it doesn't bother me. Um, I feel like uh, as a box profession, it's, uh, it's sometimes required of great fighters or fighters in general speaking to go into a hostile environment and go into enemy territory and take their belt and win fights. Um, Andre Wood did it. Earl Spence did it. Terrence Crawford. Um, I can go on and on. Um, Cambosa just did it when he came here and beat Tia um It's required of us. It's required of boxers to do. It's part of their journey. So I, I look at it as it's just my time, my opportunity. And um, Jaime McGee in Mexico, Tijuana, is just the obstacle in front of me. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ryan. Next, let's talk to Cole Winston from Boxing World Weekly. Go ahead, Cole. Hi, guys. Thank you. Uh, Demetrius, this is obviously your first time fighting in Mexico. How excited are you and like, what made you say yes to, to traveling there? I'm extremely excited. Uh, um, what made me decide to do and take a fight, um, first of all, um, I had a long layoff before the November 13th fight. Uh, over two years, um, almost 800 days. Uh, so uh, I maintained doing, navigating this career as far as boxing. You know, I turned pro at 19. So navigating as far as, you know, managers, you know, also dealing with personal issues, trainers, coaches, and stuff like that. Um, right now to be 28 years old, 21 and 0, with um, receiving that call um, from Robert Diaz um, saying that, you know, it's the fight or anything you wanted. Uh, Jaime uh, is going to be in Mexico. Is that a problem? And I told him, no. Um, this is what I dreamed of. Um, I always visualized um, me as a young as a young fighter. I visualized uh, when I was 14, 15, 16, when I was an amateur, visualizing me going to England or Russia, hostile environment, and being their champion and taking their belt. So, um, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm excited. I feel like uh, I'm really up for the task. And um, I feel like it's perfect. It's perfect. You know, for me to be there February 19th to leave my mark on boxing. You know, I know I'm a highly, um, a highly underdog in this uh, competition. You know, mostly because people really don't know nothing about me. Um, really never really heard about me that much. Um, but uh, you know, I have a lot of amateur experience. Um, I've been in uh, multiple uh, camps with uh, champions uh, like Canelo Alvarez and George Rose. So um, I didn't put the work in. You know, I'm here. So uh, you know, I'm just ready to go take what I know, what I deserve, and go take what I know is mine. You've become, you've already mentioned that you've become very familiar with Mungi over the last uh, year or so, and then even longer than that. But specifically, you fought on the undercard of Mungia Rosado. Did you stick around after your fight to do some scouting? And if so, like, what was your impression of Mungia in that fight specifically? Um, yeah, I, I watched um, him Rosado. Uh, it was a great fight. I knew it was going to be action-packed, so you know, I stayed back. And I'm a boxing fan, so I definitely stayed to watch the, uh, the contest between those two. Um, McGee is strong. He's a bull. 
Um, he's throwing a lot of punches. He's coming forward. You know, he, he has uh, a real mean demeanor about himself. You know, he believes in what he has and he believes in what he do. So, uh, I mean, I've I seen him fight plenty of times over the years. So, I mean, really, he's just getting older, getting better. You know, I mean, he's just ready. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. Next, let's talk to Adrian Sarabia de Del Geraldo de Mexico. Go ahead, Adrian. Thank you. Hello, Dimitrius. Um, this is another chance to fight with Jaime Munguia. How do you describe uh, this moment of your career? Thank you. Um, this moment uh, is everything, you know, for me and my boxing career. I started boxing, I was 10 years old. You know, um, I always dreamt of this moment of fighting for world title, um, fighting against elite competition. You know, just to prove that I am an elite fighter and that I am deserve to be mentioned with amongst those greats at my uh, weight pound in my division. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm extremely, you know, I'm extremely excited. Like, uh, I'm walking with a pep in my step around the house, smiling all the time, cheesing. You know, I know February 19th is, uh, is my day. Okay, thank you, Adrian. Uh, next up, we have Albert Perez from PJ Sport. You're on mute, Albert. There, okay, sorry about that. Uh, Demetrius, good, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. How's it, how's it going? Uh, my question to you is, being that the fight is gonna be in uh, Mungia's backyard, does that create some urgency to uh, to finish the fight early, or you're just gonna go in with your game plan? You know, uh, uh, you're gonna go in and follow your game plan. Uh, tell me, what, what's your mindset going into this? Um, I mean, uh, it's a lot of it's just a lot of talk um, in general about um, me fighting in someone else's backyard. Everybody goes through it. Uh, can't leave things into the judges' hands when you fight into your enemy's territory. So I'm I'm very mindful of that. But um, in this training camp, I'm really just putting this together so I can put on a dominant and um, just great performance on the TOEF. And uh, if the opportunity comes for me not to leave it in the judges' hands, I definitely will take it. Okay. You describe them as a young boy. What's, what's one key that you think is going to lead you to victory? One key that's going to lead me to victory? Yes. Um, um, rising to the challenge, just being myself. Um, displaying all the skills that I have in my toolbox, um, showing an amateur background. Perfect. Thank you, Demetrius. Good luck to you. No problem. Thank all right. Next, we have Mike Reda from 26 Sports. Go ahead, Mike. You're on mute. Thank you. All right, Demetrius, um, as has been talked about, you were supposed to fight him last April. Uh, you had to pull out of that fight. Back then when it was announced for that, time you know it was more looked at as a closer fight now you're being dismissed a little bit does that maybe create extra motivation for you to, to go in there and you know shock the world if given opportunity um of course uh as me being a competitor that i am um ever since i was a little kid playing football boys and girls club basketball um you know i always been looked at even in school um life period i always been seen to be looked over uh, i think i always played the underdog role even when i started boxing uh, at the age of 10 I'm losing a lot of my earlier fights, my a lot of my early competitions, but finishing my amateur uh, my amateur career with 
eight national titles, you know, Olympic trials, uh, appearances, fighting overseas, um, USA teams. So, uh, you know, I thrive in a, in a, in moments like this, you know, I'm not uncomfortable, you know, I, it's, it's, it's mixed and it's giving me more motivation. It's making me more excited, you know, it's actually cause, uh, my first 21 fights, you know, I'm on the A side of, uh, of everything with Golden Boy. And so this is my first time being on the B side. And I feel like I'm, I'm back in my comfort zone. Like people doubt me, I'm going over fighting this, this amazing fighter in his backyard. You know, I just feel like it's going to bring out the best in me. And I just can't wait to show the world what I can do. Perfect. And then um, second question, you said you've been watching him for a while now. What have you seen that you believe he's improved on? And is there anything that you think that you can maybe exploit uh, to your advantage come fight night? Um, I mean, he's improved every fight. Um, just with his intensity, I feel like his intensity is. Uh, you see that he's working hard in the gym. He's training hard. You know, uh, he 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 he's putting in the work, and um, they putting fighters in front of him, and he's he's making examples out of him. He's doing what he's supposed to do. So um, he's getting old. I see growth. I've been watching him for the last two and a half years. Uh, we we've been with the same promotion company, so you know I watched the fighters. That's on the same promotion company. He was started off at 54. I started off at 68. He went to 60, and now I'm down at 160. So uh, we here. I mean, I'm just looking forward to showcasing my skills against a, a great fighter like him. All right, thank you, man, and good luck uh, on February 19th. No problem. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Just a reminder, if you want to ask Demetrius a question, you need to raise your hand on the Zoom app, and I'll go ahead and call on you. Next up, we have Miguel Maravilla from Fight News. Go ahead, Miguel. Hey, Demetrius. First of all, man, let's talk about uh, this opportunity you have in fighting Jaime Munguia and fighting in his uh, hometown. Um, first, um, I was extremely blessed and grateful to receive the call. When I did that, uh, what I've always wanted. Um, I know we was the real last year when I was supposed to fight in April. Um, I really wanted that fight, but uh, we're here now in 2022. I'm um, getting the opportunity. You know, I'm really, I'm just excited. I'm blessed. You know, I went through a lot of things. I went through a lot of things with like manager stuff and coaching stuff outside of the ring, and then even my personal life with just you know starting a family, kids, just going through navigating life like that. So um, to be able to for it to come full circle, and I'd be right back here at this moment still able to 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 um, reach my goals and still able to accomplish everything that I want to do in life. I'm um, starting with this fight behind me. You know, I'm extremely blessed. I'm excited and I'm just ready to uh, take full advantage. My next question, do you feel that um, he has the pressure that being that it's his homecoming fight, being uh, that it, you know, the expectations for the Mexican boxing fan? Um. He could. It could work like that. And then it could also give him uh, motivation and encouragement and, um, you know, extra to his fight game. So um, it's a, it could be a double-edged sport. Um, I'm not really thinking about how he feels or if what's going to, you know, deter him away from his from his, his uh, focus or anything like that. I'm I'm expecting this, to see the best version of Jaime McGee February 19th. And um, that's who I plan on facing. Good luck to you, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, last question we have is coming from Hector Islas Jr. from Boxeo the Knockout. Go ahead, Hector. Questions for Demetrius. Thank you. Hi, Demetrius. How, how you doing? What's up? Right. Uh, my question is, what are what are the best qualities to defeat uh, Jaime Munguia at home? 
best qualities um, dictate dictate the action in the ring. Um, land big shots. Um, don't get hit. Um, I, I I feel like it's pretty fundamental. Um, is is box for boxing? You know, it's boxing. You know, hit and not get hit. Control the time and control the distance. You know, do everything you can do in the ring to convince the judges um, that you're a victor or take it out of the judges' hands. So um, this training camp, I'm just uh just putting in the work. I'm doing everything I can so I can be the best version of myself on February 19th. Thank you so much. Good luck, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Hector, so much for that question. Um, Demetrius, do you have any final uh, things you want to say to everyone here? Um, yeah, man, I thank you. I appreciate y'all for taking out your time um, asking these questions. Um, look forward to doing plenty more interviews with you guys um, after I'm victorious February 19th. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, Demetrius. Uh, now we'll go ahead and uh, turn over the call to Eric so he can introduce Fernando and Jaime. Great. Thank you, uh, Ceci. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, um, you know, we started our partnership uh, about three years ago with Samfit and Fernando Beltran working with Jaime Munguia when he first won the title against uh, Saddam Ali. It's been a great ride. Um, it's been very fulfilling to see Jaime grow as a fighter, as a person. Uh, his work ethic is, 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 you know, top notch, like any champion would be. And, you know, this is, uh, this is going to be a great event. You know, it's the first time he fights in his hometown in a long time. And this is one of the things that Jaime wanted to do. He wanted to fight at home in Tijuana in front of his home fans. Uh, and we're happy that we were able to do that. The zone as well, they agreed to do it. Uh, it's going to be a great event. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not an easy fight. It's a tough fight. Like I said, Ballard is very, very hungry. He's got a lot of experience. Um, it's two undefeated guys going at it. So uh, I'm a very, very happy uh, to introduce you to our partner, Fernando Beltran from Sanfer, uh, to say a few words and introduce Jaime Munguia. Fernando. You're on mute here. Hi, it's great to, to be here. Great to be a part of this uh, sensational show. Uh, it's been a, it's a real honor to be the promoter of Jaime Munguia. He's been, uh, he's been representing Mexico real good. He's a great fighter and he's been growing a lot in his skills and, and of course in as a person and everything and it's uh it's been a real pleasure working with uh, golden boy in this partnership and also with the zone yeah, it's been great and uh i feel very very blessed to to be to be in this position because i i really believe that bringing him back to his hometown it's uh it's a real it's a real big thing for for mexican fans and of course for the tijuana fans uh at this point uh tijuana have seen uh great great fights like the morales jr jones fight a long long time ago in 1998 so uh the ring was sold out and i know this in this uh february 19 the bullring will be will be sold out again so it's a real honor it's a real pleasure 
to introduce uh, the undefeated uh, number one middleweight in the world, Jaime Munguia from Tijuana, Mexico. Jaime, you're on mute. Estás en mute. Puedes prender tu cámara, por favor. Ahí estás. ¿Tienes unas palabras para los que nos están aquí con nosotros hoy? Sí, claro que sí. Pues primero que nada, eh, saludar a todos, dar las gracias por estar aquí presente. Eh, la verdad es que, eh, pues primero que nada, muy contento eh, de estar regresando pues a mi ciudad, la, la ciudad que me vio crecer, eh, la ciudad que, me, que siempre me apoyó. Este, la verdad es un orgullo para mí estar de vuelta y este, pues nada, muy, muy contento, motivado y, y trabajando fuerte acá arriba en Centro Ceremonial Otomí. Um, so Jaime says he just wants to thank everyone for participating in this call today and he's very happy to be coming back to his hometown to the city that has saw him grow up and has supported him throughout his career and he's very motivated to come back and is working very 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 hard in training camp to be prepared for this fight um let's start the q a session with jaime um let's start off with ryan from ring tv go ahead ryan hey how's it going jaime thanks for uh, talking to me again Hola, Jaime. Uh, dice que muchas gracias por hablar con él otra vez. Go ahead, Ryan. Making sure I was heard on that one. But yeah, um, you know, congratulations on getting a, a homecoming fight here in, in uh, Tijuana. Uh, my question for you is, you know, we've seen fighters um, and world champions have homing, homecoming fights in the past and end up losing those fights. Jared Hurd, Julian Williams got knocked out in a homecoming fight. So c coming in here, are there any distractions um, you know, from fighting in your hometown? And, th and if there have been any distractions, what have you done to mitigate them? Okay, so felicidades por tener tu pelea en Tijuana, que han habido muchos peleadores que han tenido peleas en sus ciudades de nativas y que desafortunadamente han perdido esas peleas como Jerry Williams. Dice que si peleando en tu ciudad nativa, hay unas dificultades y distracciones y qué estás haciendo para poder uh, mitigar todas esas distracciones? Eh, pues sí, yo pienso que, pues bueno, hay un poco más de responsabilidad, ¿no? De, de estar y dejar contento a tu público eh, después de tanto tiempo sin pelear ahí, ahora regresar, después, eh, después de haber sido campeón del mundo, ahora pues eh, considero ya siendo eh, pues una figura del boxeo y una figura que que quieren los tijuanenses, este, la verdad es una gran responsabilidad para mí, este, obviamente por eso eh, me preparo día a día eh, fuertemente para no defraudarlos, este, pero la verdad vamos a estar, estamos muy conscientes en que hay muchas distracciones y vamos a tratar de estar eh, lo más concentrados posible para que no afecte nada. After becoming a world champion and becoming a figure in the boxing community, and it's a really big responsibility for him um, in relation to his hometown. Um, and he says, you know, he prepares very, very hard every day and is aware of all those distractions and just is maintaining a very high amount of concentration 
to his training and preparedness for this fight to not let that get to him. All right, thank you. And uh, second question for you, Jaime. Just a couple of years ago, much of social media, uh, boxing observers, they described you as one dimensional, you know, someone that's an exciting fighter, uh, but someone who, you know, isn't the best defensively uh, and doesn't have a high ceiling. But once you linked up with Eric Morales, legendary um, Hall of Famer, all of a sudden we're seeing multidimensional Jaime Munguia. We're seeing speed. We're seeing we're seeing angles. Just, just about everything we didn't expect to see. What was, I mean, from the first time you trained with Eric, what, what was the first thing he changed uh, about uh, about your style and how helpful has that been in progressing your career? So, la pregunta es, Jaime, que han habido un poquito antes, pues, de críticas sobre tu estilo, que ha sido como de una sola dim dimensión que eras un peleador, uh, que les gustaba mira, mirarte, que eras, como se dice, um, emocionante en el ring, pero que no tenías muchas defensas. Pero ahora en día, desde que te juntaste a, con el entrenador Eric Morales, te están viendo con, como un peleador multidimensional, que tienes uh, mucha defensiva y también tienes nuevo, como se dice, um, eres más rápido. Y que es algo que ellos no no esperaban ver, pero están felices que sí lo están viendo. Que después de que te juntaste con Eric, ¿qué fue el primer cambio que él hizo a tu estilo y qué te ha ayudado más en tu carrera? Eh, pues la verdad es que yo también estoy contento este, por todos esos, estos cambios que, que hemos tenido eh, pues durante estas preparaciones ahora con Eric Morales, desde que me pude entrenar con Eric Morales. La verdad es que me ha enseñado bastantes cosas. Eh, creo que eh, tal vez si a lo mejor eh, siempre he sabido hacer como eh, cosas, o sea, hacer como más defensiva, pero antes eh, como que me aferraba y, y mi mente se cerraba, se bloqueaba a una sola cosa. Ahora con Eric eh, pues me ha enseñado a ver eh, pues diferentes cosas, a, a hacer defensa, a pensar más arriba del ring, a respirar, a controlar más los tiempos. Entonces eh, pues creo que Eric me ha ayudado bastante en ese aspecto. Aparte pues en, en mi estilo... Eh, no, no tenía un estilo bien definido y creo que Eric es lo que ha estado haciendo, ha estado definiendo mi estilo, este, me ha ayudado a, a, a tirar eh, pues mejores jabs, eh, mejor parado, entonces yo creo que eso me ha ayudado eh, bastante y, y pues más que nada la experiencia que tiene Eric en peleas de, de campeonato del mundo, eh, pues eso nos ha sacado adelante, creo que es un gran entrenador Eric Morales. Uh, he says that he is also very happy about the changes that Eric has made in his training, that he has taught him a lot and um, has, you know, he feels like he's always been a defensive fighter, but he would often get stuck uh, mentally when he was up in the ring. But now Eric has taught him how to think more and breathe and control the timing of his fighting. And that has really helped him um, prepare as a fighter um, and has helped his style. He feels like his style is um, being defined by Eric, um, by the teachings of, you know, making sure he throws more jobs. And Eric's experience has also helped him a lot when it comes to um, being prepared and concentrating. So he's very happy to be with Eric and all the changes that he's made. Y, y también eh, quiero decir, pues, también darle eh, el agradecimiento eh, pues más que nada a, 
a, a todo mi equipo que siempre ha estado conmigo, a mi nutriólogo, a, mi, a Noé Álvarez, su estado de mi acondicionamiento físico, a Fernández, a mi papá, este, todos ellos que siempre se han preocupado por mí, a Fernando Beltrán, mi promotor, que siempre ha estado al pendiente en mis entrenamientos, eh, viendo la manera de mejorar. Entonces, la verdad, muchas gracias a todos ellos, a Golden Boy y a todos ustedes. Gracias por su apoyo. Um, he says he just wants to take the opportunity to really thank his team, his nutritionist, his conditioning coach, his dad, Fernando, who has always overseen his training and um, always has big points about him getting better and Golden Boy and everyone who has supported him. So thank you so much, Ryan, for that question. Hey, thank you very much, Jaime and Cecilia. Mm -hmm. Okay, next we have Mike Garcia from El Fidelo. Go ahead, Mike. Gracias Cecilia. Eh, Jaime, un gusto volverte a saludar. Espero que el frío del Otomí no te esté congelando. Pero bueno, eh, dos preguntas. La primera, eh, al principio de año pues parecía que, que la lógica era de que estuvieras enfrentando a Carlos Adames ¿no? por esta eliminatoria del Consejo Mundial. Eh, la pregunta es, ¿por qué la decisión primero de tomar esta, esta pelea con Bayard? Y ahorita te hago la segunda. Eh, pues más que nada, eh, la primera fue porque ya teníamos la fecha del 19 de febrero y obviamente este Adames no acababa de pelear apenas en diciembre y creo que no estaba listo, entonces es por eso que decidimos eh, tomar la fecha y no dejarla ir. Ok, y, y la segunda precisamente al respecto de eso, pues ya también este Carlos Adames pues ya le saltó en redes sociales no y mencionaba que inmediatamente después de este compromiso que tienes con eh, Bayard, pues quiere de inmediato esa pelea eh, de, eh, de eliminatoria por el título. ¿Estarías dispuesto a tomarla o sigue dentro de tus planes esperar a Ryoto Murata y a Golovkin para la segunda pelea del segundo semestre del año? Eh, sí, claro que sí. Yo peleo eh, pues con cualquiera ahorita de las 160 libras y si es este pues una pelea mandatoria con Adames, eh, peleamos con él, no tenemos ningún problema. Gracias, Mike. Um, just for everyone, the question was um, why he was facing Ballard at this time when he was uh, proposed to fight an elimination title against Carlos um, Adama, I believe. Is that correct, Mike? Adame, Adame. Adame. Adame, right. And the response was... Adames. Adames, there we go. And the response was that Carlos had fought in December and Jaime already had the date for February 19th and Carlos was not ready for a fight um, in February. So uh, Jaime decided to move forward um, with the date February 19th and uh, do the rescheduled fight with Demetrius. The second question was um, after this fight, um, would he be willing to face Carlos, um, Triple G or Murata? And Jaime responded that yes, he would be willing to face any of those. Thank you so much, Mike. Um, next, let's talk to Ernesto Amador. Uh, from No Puedes Jugar Boxeo. Go ahead, Ernesto. Thank you, Cecilia. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, I'm going to ask in Spanish. Eh, la primera pregunta sería para Jaime y, y la segunda sería una misma pregunta, tanto para Fernando como para, para Eric. La primera, eh, Jaime, feliz año. Primero y principal. Te mando un abrazo con mucho cariño, hermano. Eh, Jaime, pareciera que, que regresas eh, la magia a Tijuana. Es increíble lo, lo que me reportan eh, que se vive porque regresa el hijo pródigo a Tijuana a pelear. Y, y te pregunto en este sentido, lo primero que hace regresando de campamentos, de peleas, es ir, a, es ir a tus tacos, a tu barrio, con tu gente. Y esto te hace ser un, un campeón de pueblo. Eh, ¿Cuáles son las sensaciones de regresar a Tijuana? 
pero también, en esto te pregunto, eh, ¿te imaginas, te sueñas, te ves peleando un campeonato del mundo, haciendo una defensa a, a, en Tijuana la Bella? Eh, sí, la verdad que sí, pues para mí, eh, como lo dije hace rato, es un gran orgullo regresar después de haber sido campeón del mundo, después de haber estado en grandes carteleras, eh, la verdad, eh, estoy muy orgulloso de regresar, de, de, de representar pues a, a México y representar a, a, mi, a mi querida Tijuana y, y volver a ella, la verdad pues es algo que, que no puedo explicar, una gran emoción, este, la verdad que pues eh, estoy muy agradecido eh, pues, con mi promotor, con Fernando, con Golden Boy, con todas las personas que, que hicieron esto posible y la verdad es que pues me comprometo con todos ustedes a brindar una gran pelea y que no se arrepientan de haberla llevado a Tijuana. Adelante, Ceci. I was bueno. going to until you were done to translate. Ok, Eso, entonces voy con Jaime rápidamente. Eh, Jaime, es imposible entonces, antes de ir con, con Fernando y Eric, es imposible soñar que le digas a Triple G, vente, aquí te atendemos en Tijuana. <risa> sí, que se vaya por unos tacos. <risa> Muy bien. Pregunto ahora con, 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 el, con el abrazo cariñosísimo a Eric y a, y a Fernando. Feliz año a los dos, con todo el cariño. Eh, Fernando... Sí, sí. Eric, ustedes saben lo que es el fenómeno de los cholos de Tijuana. Infinidad de paisanos de acá de este lado cruzan a ver el fútbol mexicano. Eh, ustedes ven esta pelea de Jaime Munguía ante Dimitrius Ballard como, como un evento aislado o, o pensarían en que Tijuana se convierta en un punto neurálgico, un punto medular del boxeo mundial, porque además uno levanta una piedra en Tijuana y, y salen boxeadores. Adelante, Fernando. Qué gusto saludarte. La Abrazo, verdad, la verdad este, siento que es una gran, gran, un gran, gran evento muy, muy necesario para la ciudad de Tijuana. Hemos pasado por tiempos difíciles. Eh, ya eh, prácticamente eh, tenemos mucho sin ver un evento de boxeo tan, tan grande como el que, como el que estamos ofreciendo. Eh, como, te, como lo dije anteriormente desde el 98 que hicimos una gran función donde llenamos el toreo de Tijuana, el viejo toreo hoy vamos al toreo mayor, al toreo de playas, creo que, creo que tenemos una gran oportunidad de, de que la gente conozca más a nuestra ciudad y conozca a, y que Jaime tenga el privilegio de, de darle a su gente y a la gente que lo vio nacer, que lo vio crecer aquí como boxeador, que le den la oportunidad de, de, de brindarse y de dar una gran, gran pelea, que estamos seguros, como siempre lo hace, es el peleador de la gente, es el campeón del, de la gente, es un peleador que siempre, 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 hace, hace realmente que la gente salga orgullosa de, de haber ido al evento y de, y de lo que pagó, siempre les quita, les, quita, les quita lo que paga a la gente por irlo a ver, porque es un peleador muy entretenido, y que realmente viene a pelear, él, él, él viene a pelear. Gracias. Eh, Eric, pues lo mismo, eh, será un destino en el que pondrán ojo ustedes también, y pues ya dijo, Jaime, tráiganse a Triple G a comer tacos a Tijuana. Sabes, este, eh, cuando, cuando estuve hablando con Fernando eh, hacia la, la fecha y queríamos que, que, una de las cosas que ha querido Jaime y Fernando es pelear más seguido, uh -huh. entonces este, me dio mucho gusto poder brindarle eh, esta fecha porque acaba de pelear Jaime, Tuve una muy buena pelea con, con Rosado. Y me estaba acordando, Fernando, porque hablamos de quizás hacerlo en Los Ángeles, estábamos viendo San Diego, y me acordó Fernando que 
en los tiempos de los ochentas y también los noventas. Eh, sí. Tijuana fue un, era una plaza muy importante para el boxeo, para el mundo del boxeo. Todos los grandes han peleado en, en, en Tijuana. Eh, se me hace que, que Sugar, Ray, Sugar Ray Robinson peleó en Tijuana. Eh, también él, pero... Y obviamente Fernando pues resucitó a Tijuana con Eric Morales. Es algo muy bonito, es algo muy bonito. Este, Tijuana siempre ha sido una, una ciudad muy linda. Eh, la gente le encanta el box, eh, sigue y es muy este, fiel a, su, a, sus, a sus deportes, a los peleadores, a sus artistas. Entonces, para nosotros poder brindarle eso a, a Jaime es algo muy importante, es algo muy importante porque él no se puede olvidar y es importante no olvidarse de la gente uh -huh. que estaba con él cuando él estaba subiendo. Y obviamente él ya está en otro nivel, ya es un hombre, ya no es ese muchacho que, que estábamos este, obviamente trayéndolo para ser una figura y regresar y brindarle esto a la gente de Tijuana es algo muy bonito. Y para nosotros es un gran orgullo y... Y obviamente Fernando pues este, fue clave porque él es el que nos, nos convenció. Hay que hacerlo en Tijuana, se tiene que hacer en Tijuana. Jaime le va a gustar y este, va a ser una gran fiesta. No nos podemos esperar. Claro. Pero, eh, agregando rápidamente para Fernando y para, eh, para Eric, ¿qué tan importante es que el paisano cruce la frontera y se vaya eh, a, a, a disfrutar su México, pero a través del boxeo? Yo creo, yo siento que es muy importante y sobre todo que es una ciudad realmente eh, que te brinda muchos privilegios yo la considero una ciudad segura y sobre todo, y sobre todo somos grandes anfitriones eh, la gastronomía, los restaurantes y todo claro. de maravilla y sinceramente yo creo que la gente disfrutaría mucho el escenario va a estar espectacular eh, creo que The Zone y todas las televisoras van a estar muy contentos de, del escenario que se va a montar dentro de la ciudad y yo creo que va a ser una gran fiesta, como bien lo dijo Eric. Sí, va a ser una fiesta, y como lo dice Fernando, este, Tijuana ha crecido bastante, se ha convertido en una ciudad internacional, este, tú vas y ves gente de todo el mundo que está allí, eh, los restaurantes, más que nada, de los mejores del mundo, eh, va a ser algo muy lindo, va a, ser, va a ser una fiesta, va a ser una fiesta y este, un orgullo de ser mexicano y viviendo acá y poder brindar una función como esta. Muchas gracias. Gracias. Thank you, Ernesto. Um, next, we will have Cole Winston from World Boxing Weekly. Go ahead, Cole. Hi, thank you. Um, Jaime Manguilla, it's been a few years since you fought in Mexico. I want to know if this was your plan going forward after you fought Rosado. Did you want to go back to Mexico right away for your next one? Jaime dice que sabe que ha sido un tiempo que no has podido pelear en México, que si este era tu plan después de la pelea contra Rosado, regresar a México. Eh, pues la verdad, yo siempre había tenido muchas ganas de regresar a México, a Tijuana, este, más que nada a Tijuana, yo hemos estado en Monterrey, pero la verdad, eh, pues por una u otra cosa nunca se había dado y la verdad que pues ahorita estamos muy contentos de estar de nuevo en Tijuana. Es un sueño hecho realidad. Does the dream come true that, you know, he's always wanted to come back to Mexico, um, come back to Tijuana specifically to fight, and it just hadn't happened, and now it's happening, and he's very happy, and it's just a dream come true. That's awesome. And my final question, in your last fight with Rosado, just the way it unfolded, do you think that that fight specifically has prepared you for power going forward in your career just because of how that fight, you know, happened? 
Y sé que es um, contra la pelea con Rosado que se te ha preparado de una manera, uh, especialmente con el poder que tenía Rosado, uh, si has cambiado como tus planes, tu estilo de pelear, si te ha preparado para lo que viene en tu carrera. Eh, pues obviamente estamos tratando de, de, de mejorar cada aspecto, cada error que tuvimos en, en la pelea pasada con Rosado, obviamente mantener las manos más arriba, un poco más de velocidad, eh, mejorar las combinaciones de golpes. Yo creo que eh, vamos por buen camino y, y creo que vamos mejorando mucho. He says, you know, after every fight, there's always uh, talk about getting better and improving on any mistakes that um, he is working on more speed, more combinations, more defense, keeping his hands up. So, yes, you know, with every fight, there's always a moment to reflect and get better. Awesome. Thank you. Good luck, Jaime. Thank you, Cole. Next, let's talk to Jose Camarillo. Jose. Así que tal, buenas tardes, mi querido Fernando, Eric. ¿Qué tal? Los dos, los dos Eric. Los dos Eric, Eric Gómez, Eric Morales, y por supuesto Jaime. Eh, yo quería eh, preguntarte, haciendo una mezcla de todo lo que te han ya preguntado, hacer algo diferente. ¿Qué diferencia, Jaime? Son dos preguntas, ¿eh? Una es para ti y otra para, para Fernando. ¿Qué diferencia de cuando peleabas en Super Welter por la cuestión del peso? que te tenía oprimido, además como mencionaste eras impulsivo y te olvidabas de cualidades defensivas que ahora Eric se encarga de pulir y pedirte hacer en el ring, Ballard dijo hace unos momentos que espera llevar su mejor versión contra ti ¿estamos viendo la mejor versión de Jaime Munguía a estas alturas de tu carrera? Eh, pues yo pienso que voy, que voy mejorando creo que puedo seguir mejorando eh, todos los aspectos, mi defensiva mi velocidad, mis combinaciones eh, todo como lo dije, creo que estoy eh, pues estoy creciendo, estamos avanzando. Eh, yo creo que pues apenas vamos empezando. Ok, y para, y para Fernando, eh, todo tiene un inicio, ¿verdad? Eh, para Munguía, tú que has estado a su lado como su promotor toda, toda su carrera, digo ahora con el respaldo de Golden Boy, de Eric Gómez, sobre todo, que también es mexicano, pero quiero que lo compares con alguien que también representaste como J.C. Chávez, pero me refiero a que J.C. Chávez fue grande en superpluma, pero se dice que fue mejor en ligero y superligero, ¿será que Jaime Munguía pueda ser ya el mejor Jaime en peso medio, dejando ya el, el, el supervuelter y quizá pensando en el, en el peso supermedio? ¿Qué tal mi José? Pues es una muy bonita comparación, con Julio César Chávez González, gran, gran peleador y, un, y mi, uno de mis ídolos. Sinceramente, eh, creo que tienes toda la razón. Eh, Chávez definitivamente fue mejor, para, en mi opinión, fue mejor peso ligero que cualquiera de los tres pesos que, en donde reinó. Y el, la verdad, él fue, fue mejor ligero. Yo estoy seguro que Jaime va a ser el mejor medio y probablemente vaya a superar también, también vamos a invadir la división de los supermedios. Eh, no, lo digo, no lo digo a corto plazo, pero yo creo que va a ser mucho mejor peso medio que lo que fue Super Welter, a pesar de que hizo cinco defensas, y estamos muy orgullosos de esas defensas, pero definitivamente va a ser el mejor peso medio. Gracias, Fernando. Gracias, gusto saludarte.
Gracias, Jose. The questions for Jaime and Fernando were, first for Jaime was, um, Demetrius mentioned that Jaime was going to face the better version of Demetrius, and he asked him if Demetrius would be facing the better version of Jaime. Jaime's response was, I'm getting better. Uh, my defense, my combinations, my speed, everything's getting better, and I'm still growing, and um, you will see a better version of me. Um, the second question was for Fernando, talking about how um, if Jaime would be is a better fighter at middleweight and potentially super middleweight um, than he was in junior middleweight. And then there was a comparison about um, Julio Cesar Chavez better, being better at a specific weight in his career. Fernando's response was, uh, it's a great comparison between JC Chavez He's one of his idols. It's a great point that he made that he was a better lightweight than any other of the weight classes where he reigned. And he believes that Jaime will be a better middleweight and hopefully very soon a super middleweight that he will be better than he was at junior weight, even though he made so many defenses of this title and he is very proud of him. Um, next, let's talk to uh, Danielle. Uh, Tuna from Frontera de Tijuana. Go ahead, Daniel. Muchas gracias. Buenas tardes a todos. Jaime, eh, la colonia Jico donde tú creciste, tu barrio, tu colonia, está relativamente cerca de la Plaza Monumental. Eh, ¿Alguna vez soñaste, de algunas veces que pasaste en taxi, soñaste con que ibas a pelear en este escenario? Y también preguntarte... Eh, ¿Qué se siente, más allá de regresar a Tijuana, regresar a la Plaza Monumental, que es, digamos el escenario más grande que puede haber en Tijuana para, para boxeo. Eh, sí, así es, la verdad es que eh, pues recuerdo eh, alguna vez, en su momento creo que peleó Julio César Chávez y, y hubo bastante gente, a mí me tocó ir a esa pelea, peleó también, eh, si mal no recuerdo, la zorrita Soto, entonces eh, pues recuerdo que, que había bastante gente, este, estaba súper lleno y la verdad para mí, eh, pues en ese entonces era un lleno, era un sueño el algún día poder llenar, el, el algún día poder eh, pues estar ahí representando Tijuana, representando México y la verdad que este pues ahora que, que, que es una realidad estoy muy orgulloso de eso y sí, la verdad también este pues el lugar donde vivía está muy cerca de ahí, algunos 10 minutos y, y la verdad eh, pues me llena de nostalgia el, el, el regresar a ese lugar. Uh, the question was uh, that where Jaime grew up, it's um, a location that's really close to the venue, the Plaza Monumental de Playas de Tijuana, and that it's a really big venue for boxing. The response from Jaime is, yes, I remember um, the location. I remember growing up around it. In fact, he remembers attending an event where Julio Chesa Chavez was there and La Sorrita Soto, and that he remembers that there it was full, there was a lot of people, and it was a dream of his to be able to fight there one day and fill it up and represent Mexico and represent Tijuana. Uh, Daniel, do you have an additional question? Sí, para Fernando Beltrán. Saludos, Fernando. Eh, esta pelea que recuerda, esta cartelera que recuerda a Jaime, donde peleó Julio Junior, eh, La Sorrita y Cochulito Montiel, la plaza se abrió hasta como 25 mil aficionados. ¿Ya saben más o menos para cuántas localidades estará disponible el próximo 19 de febrero? Sí, claro, va a ser para 20 mil. Va a ser igual. Se abrió para 22 mil, 23 mil gentes la vez pasada. Va a ser igual y vamos a, a, 
lógicamente yo tengo toda la confianza de que vamos a, a tener un lleno y que vamos a, a tener una gran fiesta como dijo Eric Gómez y creo que la gente el público en general el público y los que sintonicen a The Zone y a Televisión Azteca estoy seguro que son los, los grandes ganadores de este, de este gran evento Um, the question was uh, if the venue was scaled. Uh, I think previously the record was 25,000 fans, and if it was scaled to that capacity, Fernando responded and said that they are aiming for 22 to 23,000, and he's confident that it will fill up, and they're going to have a great, great grand party, and it's going to be an amazing event. Thank you so much, Daniel, for your questions. Gracias. Uh -huh. Next, let's have... Um, Let's do Adrian Sarabia. Go ahead, Adrian. Gracias, gracias, Silvia, otra vez. Eh, eh, una eh, pregunta primero para Fernando. Eh, ¿Crees que este puede ser como un tipo de un parteaguas para la ciudad de Tijuana para ver carteleras de este tipo, de este nivel? Ya se hizo un intento, un, un, un esfuerzo con Matchroom hace dos años aproximadamente. Eh, pues Tijuana, pues eh, como bien lo sabemos todos, pues es una cuna de boxeo, es, es una ciudad de tradición boxística, ¿crees que puede ser eh, como un parteaguas esta eh, pelea, Fernando? Esa es la primera. Bueno, yo creo que el parteaguas se dio hace mucho tiempo, eh, ha, ha venido aquí, ha estado HBO, Showtime, eh, ESPN, ha estado The Zone, y creo que, creo que hoy, hoy pues puede ser el inicio de las grandes, grandes carteleras, el poner el, poner el la, la, la piedra, la, la semilla de, de hacer grandes carteleras y, de, y demostrar que siendo frontera se facilitan las cosas para que todo el sur de California pueda asistir a la pelea también y pueda hacer una, una pelea prácticamente un, un, un público prácticamente binacional el cual realmente nos llena de satisfacción porque existe derrama económica, existe eh, público de, de ambos países, existe un mejor ambiente y creo que se refleja tanto en los televidentes como en la gente que asiste. Yo creo que sí, es, sí, es un, sí seríamos una punta de lanza para demostrar que en Tijuana se pueden hacer grandes, grandes carteleras. Y la segunda y última, eh, ¿qué ruta les gusta más? Eh la eliminatoria para el campeonato del CMB, que ahorita lo tiene Charlo, sabemos que tiene un rival enfrente que es Dimitris Balak, pero eh, también está, y bien lo dijo Jaime en una entrevista, que también le gustaría perseguir la ruta de la eliminatoria, perdón, la unificación que van a hacer eh, Golovkin y Murata. ¿Cuál les convence más? ¿Cuál, ¿Cuál les gusta más a ustedes como equipo? No, yo a título personal te, te puedo decir que siempre he simpatizado muchísimo con el Consejo Mundial de Boxeo, eh, tengo, yo ahí inicié y, pero es a título personal y yo te digo que, que yo simpatizo mucho con el CMB, me gustaría mucho que, que Jaime fuera campeón de, del CMB, sin embargo eh, las condiciones del boxeo eh, también tenemos que platicar con la televisora con nuestro, nuestro promotor y sobre todo ver las condiciones en las que estamos y, que, y quién está quién está enfrente, cuál es el peleador realmente atractivo para la, para la televisión y para el público en, en general. ¿no? Y, el, y pues como dijo Jaime hace unos momentos, él pelea con cualquier peso medio del mundo. 
no, no le rehuye absolutamente a nadie y pues con el que la gente lo quiera ver es con el que, con el que lo van a ver arriba del rey. Muchas gracias, Fernando. Saludos a todos. Thank you, Adrian. Um, uh, the questions were uh, uh, so, something about uh, this fight bringing more uh, bigger fights to Tijuana and to Mexico. And Fernando's um, response was that he hopes that this fight sows the seas for broadcasters to come back to Mexico. He says in the past, you know, HBO has been there, DAZN's been there, Showtime's been there. So this is a really big opportunity to prove that fights on the border at, in Tijuana can be very attractive to Southern Californian fans. And um, it's a great city, it's a great economy, and people from both locations can attend and just have a really good time in the city. Uh, the second question was about, again, the eliminatory, eliminatory fight versus uh, fighting potentially the winner of Triple G Murata. Uh, Fernando's response was, of course, you know, he's a big uh, fan of the WBC. That's, you know, his personal opinion in terms of, like, what he would want to happen. But, of course, you know, there are a lot of different factors he has to consider. Um, the overall state of boxing, their partners, and uh, the conditions and how, where we're at in, in the sport and how ready each fighter is to take on Mungia and what is best for television and what is best for the people. Um, I'm going to take one last question, and that is going to be with, um, oh, she's gone. Uh, let's talk to Cynthia Conte from Ring TV. Go ahead, Cynthia. Hi, this um, question is for Jaime. Jaime, are you there? Yeah, he's here. Um, we can't hear you very well. Can you louder? Uh, a little bit better. Go ahead and ask your question. Real quick question. Jaime, you've been training with Eric Morales for a couple a couple um, camps now. What have you found out about yourself? Hold on, let me, let me rephrase this. Ever since you've been training with him, what have you found out or learned about yourself by pushing the limits by training with him? Uh, Jaime, la pregunta es sobre tu entrenamiento con Eric. ¿Qué que has, has descubrido de ti y qué ha puchado tus límites como peleador trabajando con Eric? Eh, pues yo pienso que la mayoría de las cosas, eh, mi, mi defensa, eh, mis combinaciones de golpes, este, pues el pensar más arriba del ring, el no tirar eh, golpes nada más por tirar, eh, creo que pues Eric me ha eh, ayudado a ser un peleador eh, pues un poco más inteligente that Eric has um, helped out with his combinations to make sure not to just throw uh, punches, just to throw them and to think more when he's up there in the ring. Uh, anything else, Cynthia? Best of luck to you, Jaime. Thank you. And then we'll take one more question. Um, Erica Montoya from DAZN, uh, Mexico and Millennial. Go ahead, Erica. Hola, muy buenas tardes a todos. Eh, feliz año. Mi pregunta es para Jaime. Jaime, tú desde el 2019 andas persiguiendo el nombre de Gennady Golovkin, pero después de un 2021 en donde Golovkin ya casi alcanza los 40 años y no ha podido pelear, ¿consideras tú que todavía sigue siendo un nombre atractivo para ti? Eh, bueno, la, la verdad, eh, bueno, quiero aclarar, la verdad, yo nunca lo he buscado, 
este, al principio ellos fueron los, los que nos buscaron, este, la verdad siempre estuvimos interesados en la pelea y ahorita pues seguimos interesados, es que ellos quieren, eh, y la verdad yo creo que eh, pues si se llegara a dar, creo que sería eh, pues una gran pelea, una pelea de choque, una pelea que pues todo el mundo quisiera ver y, y pues estamos decididos a pelear con él. Okay, uh, thank you, Erica. The question was, um, since 2019, uh, Jaime has been looking for Triple G to fight. It's 2021. Uh, Golovkin is almost 40. Uh, is this still an attractive fight for him to pursue? Jaime's response was that he hasn't looked for Triple G to fight, that they actually reached out to him first to fight Triple G. And yes, you know, he was interested then and he's still interested. He thinks it'll be a fun fight. People will like it and it'll be an entertaining fight. Um, Jaime, do you have any closing arguments, um, closing statements for everyone here? ¿Tienes últimas palabras para todos los que están aquí en esta llamada? Eh, pues nada más agradecer a todos los medios y a toda la gente que está haciendo posible esto. Este, gracias de nuevo, gracias a mi promotor, gracias a Golden Boy, este, gracias a Tijuana también eh, por recibirnos siempre con los brazos abiertos. Y la verdad, pues eh, nada más, nos vemos por ahí el 19 y como siempre les prometo una gran pelea. Thank you, Jaime. Fernando, Eric, any last words? Uh, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll give Fernando last words. Um, yes, no, thank you all for being on this call. We're looking forward for this fight. Uh, this is going to be a big year for Jaime Munguia. Um, he's going to fight often. He wants big fights. Uh, that's what we're working towards. Uh, but this is the first step. This is the first step. It's a tough fight. He's fighting a young, strong, big, hungry lion in uh, Ballard. So it's not going to be an easy fight. There's a lot of pressure fighting at home. Uh, but we're excited. It's going to be a great event. And the sky's the limit this year for Jaime. So thank you all for being here. Uh, if you can be there in person, tickets are on sale. Uh, you can get them. Uh, they go on sale tomorrow. Okay, the fight's in Tijuana. Um, and uh, obviously, if you can't be there in person, you can watch it on the zone. Don't miss it. It's going to be an exciting fight. Thank you, guys. Fernando, uh, any last words? Same, uh, same as Eric, uh, I would like to thank everyone to be in this call. And uh, I look forward to see you all here in Tijuana on Feb 19. Uh, I, I, honestly, I, I really can tell you that it's going to be a sensational event. And uh, we look forward to put Jaime very often in the ring. He's got a big compromise on, on Ballard. And uh, he's a great fighter also. And two undefeated fighters, you, 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 don't, miss, you don't miss a great match with that. Thank you very much to everybody. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. We'll see you all soon. Thank you, Cecilia. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Thank you, Cecilia. Gracias. Saludos. Saludos. Gracias. Saludos. 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 Saludos.